Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Kiss and Tell Radio. Kiss and Tell Networks has collaborated with our amazing co-producers, Reverie Studios, and we have a special gift for you guys. When you download the Reverie app on iTunes, Android, or whatever you use to stream media, use code KAT2017 for 10% off your first three months. So grab your favorite streaming device and make sure you are tuned in every Friday to Kiss and Tell Radio. Now let's get the show started. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hey y'all, hey friends. Hey, and, hey, and we're here again. You heard, us, you heard us last week, and we're Bonjour. here again. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Are you all liking this weekly deal? I like it. Mm-hmm. It's new to me. We got I'm, tweets. I'm glad to, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad to be a part now. Yeah. I get to see you guys more often. I mean, that's a plus. Oh, God. <laughs> Show eight to the I world. To, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I need to brace myself for this. <laughs> how are y'all doing this morning? I, Kendall, I'll let you go first. Kendall, how are you? I'm cool. You were missing in action last week because you had to work and your hand. My and hand, yeah. So once, once, one. Kendall's in a cast, by the way. Yeah, and that's what threw off the week because mm. I had to, I was at the hospital getting this cast done. I'm so mad you got a dark color. Well, they're, they're still gold and silver Sharpies. Yes, Kendall <laughs> won't let me sign his cast, guys. It's off in a week. So less than a week at this Then point. let me sign it. <laughs> Maybe on Sunday. It goes off on Monday. <laughs> a big old char on your cast. <laughs> I would write a nice little note. Somebody and, said they were going to draw a penis on my cast, and that jaded me to not let anybody do oh. anything. You can always color that out. I want to sign it, though. I'm, I have a gold Sharpie at my house. Are they going to let me keep it? I believe so. In in elementary school, so I've never broken a bone. Knock on Ew, wood. No, why would you want to keep that? It's sweaty and moldy. No, you keep the wrapping. You don't keep the... The, the, in, the inside is like... Is for cloth. what? Well, I know that in elementary school, when people broke bones and they, the whole yeah, class would it. sign it, they, they would it. keep it. Yeah, I don't know if disgusting. they still have it today, but I'm I'm over it. I, I yeah. don't really want any memory of this bullshit. Well, How about you, Shar? Happy birthday! Thank. Well, can I introduce it? Oh, sorry. I mean, damn. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm joking. Well, go I'm joking. ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. Today marks thank you. today marks four years, guys. That, um, you know, four years ago today, I drove to downtown Chicago to go see Dr. Alfred Torrance. Hi, Dr. Torrance, my favorite doctor. And um, <laughs> and I basically started my medical transition. So today marks four years of me on Lady E, as I call it. And that is <laughs> not ecstasy, that is estrogen. <laughs> Happy so, birthday, Shar. Thank you. It's, it's, it's pretty big for me. The first six months of 2013 for me included... Um, the, the the kickoff to my medical transition, me getting my hair done for the first time, and my name change, all within the first six months. So um, you were on a mission. Oh yeah. Well, you know, luckily I had the resources. I went mm-hmm. to go see. I met Janet Mock in January of. 2013. It was late January, and I was able to connect with a lot of Chicago trans women there, um, including Angelica Ross. And um, Angelica Ross and Shannon Lynn Parker sat around a conference table with me one February, and we got all the logistics set up as far as I was selling my dad's insurance because I was 25, and we got everything ironed out, changed mm-hmm. my new primary care physician, yada, yeah. yada, yada, because I had an advantage compared to a lot of girls that were like on the street per se. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was fairly easy. and Or whose parents might not have been willing. Or Right, right, yeah. right. Who parents who might. Well, my parents, in, on, in all honesty, they didn't know what I was doing. I was doing yeah, this just, in secret. Yeah, you just had the insurance. Because right. I had told yeah. them the summer before, but it was a flop. I, I, said, I wrote out an email. Right, you, right, you wrote an email. Yes. I, about this, uh, um, I wrote, Pride. yes, I wrote an email 
and I sent it to them as I was making my exit off the highway, going to my doctor at the time, who I thought would be able to put me on hormones. But didn't. And could but not. Couldn't. Yes, could not. So the email was already out there. Okay. But so they right just now. didn't know <laughs> they didn't know the course of action. So I was running all around downtown Chicago, oh yes. Parking meters, parking garages. Um, and going to go see specialists and people and things to get the ball rolling as far as um, how everything went. So yeah, today is my fourth birthday, and I'm just so excited. Like it's been such a a journey, honey. Yeah, it's been a learning experience. And I always say mm-hmm. that I think I take it for granted. Well, I guess we all do, Jason and I, uh, because we we only know you as Char. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, and yes. there was there was a life before that. There was. I always joke and tell my parents I gave them a quarter. Get off my back. I gave you a full quarter. But these last seventy five cents mm-hmm. yeah. are going to yeah. be me. You yeah, know, exactly. this is you know, and you're lucky that I gave you the quarter because if I had access to the resources and the knowledge that I I know that I knew at twenty five, if I had access to that at eighteen. Yeah. Before I went into undergrad, I would have been getting my prescription. Yeah. Right. Sorry, show would have been out and about. Yeah, I would have got my name. Like, literally, I was I was big. My thing was, with my as far as my transition is concerned, my big thing was I wanted to get all of the legal stuff out of the way before I, you know, got twists or a sew-in and threw on a bra and a miniskirt. Because the way that I looked at it, being the, the true blue Capricorn that I am, mm-hmm. is in the event that I get pulled over, none of this matters if my ID says M and my birth. You know what I'm saying? So I was like... Like, let me get this name changed because I was quote unquote passing with with the fade. I mean, because the fade was blonde. I was passing we with about the that story. Yeah. <laughs> so today, just it, it really means a lot to me. And my nurse was so nice. And I was telling Kendall this when we were at Starbucks earlier. Um, and I got a little emotional while waiting on our drinks. And he was rolling his eyes because you all know that I'm a crybaby. Wait, you rolled your eyes at emotion? You act like you're shocked because he gets on me about that. No, 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 no. I just don't know how to handle it. And I thought she was being First of all, I thought she was being facetious. Emotion is different from tears. Kendall has made it no secret. Do not cry around him because he's gonna be like I I I And I got a little eh while waiting on the drinks. I got a little full. No, sorry, I really didn't know that. I didn't know. I got no, I I thought you were being Oh no I thought you were being Wendy. Wait, so why were you about to start crying? Because I was thinking about this journey and I was thinking about that day it was a friday i went there one of my girlfriends cut me off she's a trans girl but she cut me off and stopped talking to me actually um because she was jealous i mean she was on hormones but she was on the street prescribed hormones and so as i was going through my journey i was letting her know the amazing resources that i like she could have utilized them too Mm -hmm. my big thing is i didn't want to approach this as a quote-unquote science experiment you know you need hormones are regulated to your blood and all of that so i wanted to do things the right Right, the quote-unquote right way and she had every opportunity to and she just chose not to but she stopped talking to me i remember that morning i text her and i was like i'm going to the doctor today is the day and she did not reply back and I did not hear from her ever again until years later but we're not friends today so but yeah so I was telling Kendall that I went my nurse was so nice a white girl with blonde hair and she pulled me to the back room she had a ponytail she was just so chipper 
And she was like, well, do you want, she walked me through everything. And she was like, do you want to administer your first shot or do you want me to? Cause there's, there was like different ways. My doctor was like, do you want pills or do you want the patch? And I think they have this new thing. That's like a Listerine strip that you can just put on your tongue and the moans just dissolve. Oh. But I was told that the shot was the quicker way for the estrogen to adhere. And I was ready to get the and ball you're on rolling. Mission, right. Oh yes. <laughs> I was ready to get the ball rolling. So, uh, cause I felt like, oh my God, I'm 25, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was fresh off the degree and everything. It was like, I need to get Char established before I get the ball rolling for real, for real in my career. So yeah, so she gave me my first shot and I still remember like, oh my God. And I was like, it's over. And she was like, yeah, it's over. And then she gave me my prescription. Well, my doctor, Dr. Torrance gave me my prescription and I went to the Walgreens picked up my prescription and took myself out to sushi for lunch. Like it was just such a mess. Like I just remember feeling so put like so cut that yeah. day. Like <laughs> I was like, oh yes, I have the fish food running through my veins. Like, yes. And then all of the, like a lot of the physical changes started happening like within that first month. By the time I gave myself my own shot, which was two weeks later, I had noticed that my nipples, for example, had gone from the size of maybe like a quarter to now they were like almost like silver dollar and like the areola was for now they're the, the size of small dinner plates but <laughs> Tea plates. small saucers <laughs> but uh <laughs> costa oh, but uh yeah. i remember hey, like i was like again. wow this is kind of fast and then i had this big weight gain again. i'll show you all the pictures maybe i'll share one of the pictures on twitter when um the episode drops because estrogen does make you gain weight. And I was like, girl, please. But whew, by July, <laughs> I was like, she was thick. Oh, she a brick house? was rolling down the yeah. river. So, yes. Come on, brick house. Today's my birthday. Well, and today birthday. I'm going out for lunch. I'm going to Morton's. Mm. Morton's Steakhouse for uh, uh, maybe a crab cake BLT. You deserve it. Tuna tartare. You look like a Barbie. Thank you. Yeah, thank and some extra, you. extra good do-up today. A baby today. pink lip. And Th a, um, thank you. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. big eyelashes and this blonde bone straight. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to change my hair up too next week. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Even blonder. So for five, I'm going to do something big. Not only will I be 30, but I'll be five years oh, yeah. into my transition. Let's so go I'm somewhere. Gonna, yeah, I'm thinking like a... Costa Rica? Like a very, uh, what's the show, Frankie and Grace, Grace and Frankie, Frankie kind of like by the coast. Oh, Don't yeah. Don't live in San Diego? Like hang out. But I'm, we have things here that we can do by the coast. Like a Malibu? Like very like relaxed. Like an Airbnb in Malibu or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's very. Cute. I want to do something relaxed. You know, Indian style, not too much pressure, house plants. <laughs> Good, you know, like good. You know, I'm trying oh, to create Jesus. an aesthetic yeah. for you all. Yeah. A crinkly wig. Start. Some lip gloss. <laughs> a crinkly wig. Let's oversize off the shoulder sweater. Let's talk like about this next year. And a glass yes. of wine. Yeah. Lots of wine, <laughs> board games, little chach, avocado toast. Like something like that. Okay. Like I just want very relaxed. Something grown, relaxed Martha and sexy. Stewart living, old magazine, <laughs> red book, women's health, aesthetic, essence, <laughs> sister circle, what? like got it. I, I just want to be, yeah. I need to, like, well, I got happy I have a year to brace myself for right, this experience. Right, for this. Yes. It's going to be an emotional one. Mm -hmm. By that time, I'll know Yamla Van Zandt. I might surprise everyone. <laughs> Intervention! <laughs> right. Fix my life! <laughs> well, just don't cry in front of Kendall. Whatever you do. How? And Kendall going to be the one snot bubbling when Yamla's <laughs> like, you are gutter snipe. <laughs> Straight up out the hood. Straight up out Belize. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Iyana would probably get your me, bangles. Get me to, uh, tearing up. I cried last week, and I I rarely cry. So this is why. It's, why it's, did you cry? 
um, I don't know if, in, if you guys are familiar with Monty Williams, who's a former NBA head coach. Um, and last year, last week made it a year that his um, wife was was uh, killed in a car accident. I am um, familiar with this story. And so Sports um, Illustrated did a um, follow-up with him mm-hmm. um, a year later about how he and his kids were coping. And I was at work. <laughs> I, I, like, it, because... Yeah, and I and I I believe uh, it, I I I really believe in especially not crying at work. But oh, there was just I mean I didn't expect. I mean I granted I knew I knew the situation already, but mm-hmm. I, it just I was putting myself in there and I was really like I cannot imagine yeah. and just the, all of them coping was yeah so. Speaking of follow-up interviews, Caitlyn Jenner sitting down with Diane Sawyer uh, on April twenty-first um, next airing yeah. next uh, week next Friday. Yeah, I um, I was gonna ask you. Um, how you how you feel about Caitlyn and and uh, since Caitlyn's announcement, she is she is arguably the most not I don't even think <laughs> the most popular yes, um, transgender woman in in the world. You know, it's so funny that we're talking about Caitlyn because Khloe Kardashian tweeted me back on Sunday night. What? Oh, did she? Yeah, she tweeted me back about what? She uh, Sunday night they did an episode because Khloe has still not adjusted yeah. to Caitlyn, and yeah. she has made it no secret. Yeah, like I'm not. I you miss know, my daddy. I'm not. I'm not down with. Yes, I miss the person that I have known yeah. since you know whatever. And so her and Caitlyn had had a riff, and it was like this whole scene, like they went to like the Nobu or something like that, and Chloe was supposed to sit next to Caitlyn, and she purposely had her seating arrangement changed because she said, when it boils down to it, I'm Team Chris, which is understandable to me. Um, but so her and Caitlyn had like a come to Jesus moment. Caitlyn came over the house, they poured some wine, and it was like, what's the issue? And Chloe, I felt that was one of the realest moments in oh. the Kardashians. And so she tweeted and said, what did you all think about this week's episode? And I said, you know, uh, kudos to you for taking the steps to, you know, I guess try to work on your relationship. I hope things are better today. And she tweeted me back and said something along the lines of like, thanks, doll, you know them. Thanks, doll. Uh, you'd have to keep watching to see. And she sent the emoji with the zipper, yeah. like, and, and the eye roll. So oh. we'll wait. Oh, oh, oh. We'll wait. <laughs> yes. Clearly, there's... I'll be there next well, Sunday. But um, I believe the the promo for the interview addresses Chloe's Chloe's. It, issues, I know right? Jenny Boylan is a part of the interview. Who who I love. I love me some Jenny Finney Finney Boylan. Yeah. Um, Jenny is an academic. She is a, a, a white trans woman who's a college professor. Who and she has, was she was on Caitlyn's show. Yes, oh, yes. She has yes. transitioned and she uh, is still married to her wife, but she is a ooh, mama is a read queen. She's full of so much knowledge. I really like her, but she uh, she's going to be a part of the interview. And I don't know, Caitlyn's Diane Sawyer interview doesn't bring back the best memories for me because I did a lot of defit. Like Chicago's number one urban radio show did a phone interview with me. When Kate after the interview, and I had to get on one of the co-hosts, of course, um, a black woman by the name of Kendra, who kept trying me live on the air, and she just didn't realize who she was up against. She thought that I was just around the way girl. When yeah. She didn't know that. She didn't know I does this. Yeah. And I'm a wordsmith, and that's not what. Like she was asking me trivial questions, like, so, uh, Shar, what was your birth name? How is that pertinent to the conversation that we're having right now, Kendra? Of course this was edited out when it went to air, because you know they do the whole seven minute thing, like they were playing music while they were interviewing me. But I, I just, I wasn't going for that. But what I will say about Caitlyn is what, I, what I've always said on this platform and on others, um, I appreciate her for her visibility, because everyone can 
everyone, whether it's your grandparents or the grandkids, knows who Caitlyn Jenner is. She transcends generations, and she got the conversation started in a lot of households where otherwise it might not have taken place. Regardless of where you stand, whether you are what I consider a bigot or fairly progressive, um, she got the conversation started. The conversation, does it frustrate you that the conversation surrounds someone Oh, yes. Like her. Yes. It frustrates me about that. It frustrates me. Her politics I don't agree with. It also frustrates me that she is, but she's a start Republican. Mm -hmm. Like, it's no leeway with her. Like, you are actively voting and fighting against what you are. Like, I will (laughs) never understand that. Um, It's like there's no give or take with her. Because she could be libertarian. From what I understand, libertarian, according to Jenna Diabila on The View, (laughs) is that you are fiscally conservative, but you have liberal views across the board. Right, right, socially. She could have easily transitioned to that. But but I I think what I've automatically associated Caitlyn Jenner with is the privilege is, is almost what um, yes what, 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 Chimamanda what, says yes, mm-hmm. is that, that which that, also counteracts trans women like me because and, I never aligned with Caitlyn's exactly, story is not exactly. every trans woman's that, story and that's where even a, a, just just as a an ally or just as someone looking yeah. that's the frustration I have because that's what people take on because they it validates that, Chimamanda's argument yep. because Caitlyn Jenner was not only I mean Bruce Jenner was not only a white man, but a an athlete, a mm-hmm. world renowned, arguably Superman, right? Superman, right? He was so, on a box of Wheaties. So that male privilege is undeniable, but that's not the experience of most of uh, trans it, women, especially the disenfranchised girls. We're not out here faking it till we make <laughs> right. it. Right, having six right. kids, right, and right, starting right. like right. It's just not. Right. It's, it's not realistic. Like that, the right. the, the, the gift. <laughs> so, um, but I do, like I said, I do appreciate her for her visibility, but there are certain things that I do, do not agree with even, and I'm no hater, but even like her endorsements, why, why doesn't Laverne, Make, what, what is it? Uh, um, she was H and M, H and M, um, athletic wear. Right. She did a few things. She was glamorous woman of the year. Granted Laverne had won it like a few years prior, but she has done, um, she's collaborated with Mac a few times and granted Mac. even with okay. Mac. And that's huge. Granted, even with Mac, the proceeds of those makeup sales went to uh, trans issues. But you have a polarizing figure. Like, people aren't going to rush out and buy. I know I don't want to look down at my blush and see Caitlyn Jenner's name. No. So it's like, but I feel like other people are more (coughs) deserving of these. Like, Laverne could be a cover girl. Janet Mock could be the face of Mac. Like, And it just goes, I was about to say, it goes to speak to, of course, the hierarchy of how things are. But the visit, I will I, I agree with you. Um, and she's a Kardashian. That, that Caitlyn is definitely a Kardashian. People, mm-hmm. even although Laverne and, and Orange is the New Black, I think opened a lot more conversations. I mm-hmm. think Caitlyn Jenner, like you said, opened, Caitlyn came opened down it too. with yeah. the boom because right. yeah. she had the Diane Sawyer interview, the Vanity Fair cover, and, and the Kardashian the platform. Yeah, and, 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 and all yeah. within three months. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what the her summer PR was team, about. Her PR team. <laughs> That that is what summer 2015 was about. So it'll be interesting. I will be watching, of course. Yeah. So because uh, I love me some Diane. I love Diane too. I was disappointed with the first interview. So na- not Diane's part, not because of Diane, but because Caitlyn didn't have shit to say. But um, 
for anything that made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but she some, really didn't. But her story was so compelling oh, the way yeah. they threaded it oh, together, yeah. Oh, yeah. and how she was on hormones and stopped and, and stopped. did Chris know and, and didn't then, she right, know? Right. Like <laughs> it was the X Ys. Yeah, it was right. it was a so lot. Now my expectations are lower for the interview itself for the second. And interview. there was an awkward scene last Sunday when they were at the Nobu, and Chris was like, "I'm going to the, the, the <laughs> I'm going to the restroom." The Walgreens. And Caitlin was like, "Oh, can I come with?" And and Chris was like. Like, you could tell Chris was, un- but you know, it's the camera. She's like, come on, Jenner. Like, she doesn't even. Yeah. And Chris doesn't. Chris doesn't flinch. I want to see her Chris biopic. does not Chris flinch. is a goal, bitch. Chris, it, Chris is a goal. She and you know, goal. I don't I don't care for them. For them as a, as a clan. I don't care for them. But Chris Jenner is poker face. She is. Chris Jenner she was is. Like, Jesus you can tell she was caught off guard. Really? <laughs> it's a pause. Like, Are we going to the ladies room? And she's like, come on, Jenner. <laughs> I can already. And I, I, know, and I noticed that in um, her phone, because she was talking to Caitlyn on speaker about the Chloe thing, it's uh, listed as Caitlyn Bruce Jenner, not Caitlyn Jenner. But they went to the bathroom, and then, the, of course, the kids, that was the end of the scene. They were like, oh my God, mom and, mom and dad are going to the bathroom together. That's so weird. Da, 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 da. So, um, but yeah, it was an interesting episode because I felt like, like I said, it was so transparent with mm. Chloe. I'm not here for this. And I it's taking me some time. And I think that is, I appreciate that honesty, that honesty. versus, mm-hmm. oh, we all transitioned together and Caitlyn's just one big happy family mm-hmm. and Kim's going to go take Caitlyn to get her new ID and Courtney's, you know, da, da, da. like, yeah. she's, Chloe's the only one that's like, that has vocally, because yeah. mm-hmm. you know, they come from a, an Armenian Christian background. Right. Like, um, yeah. She's the only one and, vocally yeah. that's just like, yeah. I just, you know. It's an adjustment. Yeah, and she's I, always checking her. She's like, mm-hmm. during the argument, she's like, I don't even know if this is politically correct, but. But this is how I feel. Bruce, right. like. <laughs> but like, this is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 so. So what's up with you, Jace? Like in life? Um, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so I just almost spit out of water. I didn't even get a chance to get a good swig. <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm getting old. So, you know, like, I back in the day, I used to be able to just go all night and, like, wake up the next morning and, like, dust a crust out of my eyeballs and, like, get up and go. Go all night in what capacity? Um, <laughs> in all capacities. Oh. Drinking, oh. all that. You know, oh, party. I was a party oh. boy. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm asleep before midnight. Um, and last night I hung out with a friend and... I was still asleep before midnight, but I woke up this morning with a massive headache. And on my 30 is around the corner. Um, so I had the Uber drop me off at... Um, top shelf liquor. It's it's important. I had top... I had Maker's Mark. I had... Um, Kendall, I think even I with top it. shelf liquor, you be cur- hurled yeah. over. Give me a break. Kendall's like handicapped. Right. Locked up and in a looks room like somewhere. death. You can always tell when he has a hangover. Mm-hmm. You literally look well, like... Well... You have really bad hangover. <laughs> tell me the Walking really Dead. <laughs> I'll be ready to reach in my purse and grab some concealer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna help you out. Um, but yeah, no, it's de- over the past couple of months, I've definitely realized that I can't. And I was still in- asleep before midnight, but I you had. You can't do the things you used to do. I can't. I don't have it no more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, even even at 24, I'm like. I, oh, you just you're, keep you're living. You're a special case. You're you just a, keep living. 25, was, I cannot wait for your 25th <laughs> year. It is so pivotal. And I know that mm-hmm. sounds cliche. No, it is. 25 is about whatever edges you think you have. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hi. 25. I don't want to talk about it. I'm just letting you know. You don't want to talk about it. No. Well, okay, let me just give you this. I realized 25, <laughs> <laughs> 25 is when you're like, oh, shit. The same amount of time whole, I had from 20 to now Leah, is the same amount I, of time. Did I just say I didn't want to? 
talk about it. And guess what? We're gonna edit this. But in. you know what? To speak to it's you, the same five years. <laughs> to speak to edit you, Jace, uh-huh. uh, with twenty nine for me. Um, I've I've learned that as well. Not as far as like you know, uh, oh, I can't do the things that I used to. But as far as how I cope with things, that's my big thing. Like oh, what I'm, I used, yeah. my old coping mechanisms. Twenty nine has introduced to me that that just don't work for me anymore. And I it took me a while to accept that and to try to develop other coping mechanisms for life's curveballs. So that's what 29 has been for me. Yeah, I don't... I, but I'm having a front row seat to your 25. Oh, you're going to Even if I'm in the down. shadows. Because it's literally... It's it's a very pivotal year. And that's all I'm going to say No, I and I feel it. it. I feel... That's your pr- next birthday, right? Huh? Yeah, he'll yeah. be 25 in August. In August, in August mm-hmm. yes. Um, late August. Oh, baby Kendall. I, I remember his first are, birthday marking, I went to. I hope you guys are marking your calendars. You what are we doing? It'll be a thing. Right. What are we doing? Now, why would are I we say have, that? Are we going to have to like, wear matching things and let blues in the sky or oh, something? Oh, God. Like matching Jordans. <laughs> right. No, the, are we going white? back to New York? <laughs> <laughs> the Jordan years. Oh, the New yeah. Make your birthday with you in New York. The, the are you going to have us in Ibiza? Like, I need to know. I don't have a passport. I do not have. Are we going to back to the motherland, Belize? No, Are you gonna have us I'm, eating some plantains I'm and fish? I'm keeping us local so that all of my friends and family can Thank be. Thank you, amen. You um, know I'm a penny pincher. <laughs> I'll be. I'll. I'll let you guys. Know. I had to cancel a trip a couple of weeks ago because my friend wanted to have his birthday off the coast of Spain. Yeah. And then like I thought that things were gonna go right and they didn't, and mm-hmm. because and it was make far it. away. Because life has curveballs. Yeah. Life has curveballs. Oh and, yes. You know life happens. But yeah, happy 25th birthday. So let's get into the LGBT corner, yes, darling. LGBT corner. So luck now. Um, actually had their first pride in india um so i saw some of the pictures i actually saw a tweet and they're really cute pictures so this sign says i'm a queer muslim babe and has like a little smiley face and these people have like the beards that are kind of painted with rainbows Aww. um people kissing and just living their life and it's crazy how much you know a lot of, there's been a lot of talk about pride especially here in los angeles and isn't it necessary because you know now it's like all right well what are you proud for um, no, I, I totally agree with this. Mm-hmm. Con- I've seen this conversation, and I think that India uh, is setting an example of what Pride was. Even with the show, what, what was the show on um, ABC that we were watching, Kendall? When, when we, we rise. rise. When we when rise. rise really set the foundation. Like it gave you a front row seat in four two hour parts of what Pride was, what mm-hmm. it started out as, and what it was intended to be. It gave me a new idea mm-hmm. of what, because I personally do not like Pride. I've just over, like, I went too much to, drugs. No, it's just the, uh, like, I went to, I remember my first Pride, I was 18, and me and my friends would get these outfits, like, I would be decked, and we went every <laughs> year, and I think my last year going at least to Chicago's Pride was when I was 25, maybe 26, because um, I might have went home, I'm, no, it was 25, because I was, at 26, I was out here before Pride, because um, Chicago's Pride is the last Sunday in June, Okay. so I, and I moved out here the 15th of June. So I was not there for 26. But I say all that to say, pride got so weak to me. There was always too much fighting, like mm-hmm. the night, like fighting drugs, the dun, 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 like that whole culture just got so exhausting to me to the fact, to the point that um, we would have pride, the parade, I would go to the parade mm-hmm. and then all of the black people went to Montrose Beach in Chicago. And that's when it felt like a big black LGBT family reunion, like people firing up the grills. There's a cooler. You can get you a Mike's Heart lemonade. We walking around. People are half naked, Mike's Speedos, booty waste. cheeks. The lesbians always were fighting. Oh my God. I don't know what it was <laughs> about Montrose Beach. So the black lesbians, those studs would square up and it's like, 
Chicago PD, come take it. Like literally, I'm <laughs> no, just trying to have a good time. And we would have performers there as well for Chicago. But Didn't so like Shaka Khan's performing at um, Long Beach Pride, by the way. Oh really? No, I didn't know Patty that. Patty did it a few years ago. Uh, oh god, Who? I hate did I missed he? that. Patricia, Patricia Louise oh. Holt Lavelle. I thought he said Diddy. He said Patty. Oh. But I say all that to say that whole culture, I like what India is doing because mm-hmm. it's showing like a liberation of sorts. Yeah. And, and I'm exactly also surprised because I mean I thought India would have been had pride, honestly. They're yeah. not colonized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah. that they would have been, you know, a little yeah. bit more indigenous as far as that aspect. But it's nice to know that those people had mm-hmm. a sense of Pride and it was not surrounding. Like I, I truly hate. I've never been to L.A. Pride's parade because I've mm, heard things and I just don't feel I. like it would be for me. But um, I've been to like a few of, like the night shows and things. And that's literally like last year. I literally only went to one night of Pride. My first Pride here, I went because the boys, the Freaky Boys, performed. Um, Pierre and Titi. They performed, so I was there and I met Nicole Murphy. It was good. Yeah. Um, speaking of Murphy, rest in peace, Charlie, Charlie Murphy. Murphy. But yeah. we'll get to that. But, uh, yeah, so I met her, and uh, last year I went, but I only went for Trina and Big Frida. Yeah, last year was actually And it was no sense of pride to me. It was a concert in the lot, in the little back lot by the, the Abbey. The shooting. And it was the oh, different it was. It was it the feeling. I was feeling. in Belize. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. were in Belize during mm-hmm. that? I didn't know that. Yeah, and I remember. I don't think I, I started remember, keeping track with I was supposed to, to do birthday. an interview, actually, with uh, Boys in Tech that morning, and I was like, there was um, news coming out that there was someone on the way to Pride. To Pride. That had like, I remember like, that. Over, yeah. And I was from I Santa Monica. In my room, yeah. like, shook, like, should I go to this? And I was like, you know what, like. It was Santa Monica. I, they found mm-hmm. explosives, didn't they? they? Found, I would say they, they found, found stuff. No, it was like guns. They found guns in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. He was pulled over and got caught. And I'm sitting here in the living room, like, should I go to this? And I was like, you know what? Like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. Yeah, like, I, my time is going to be the time. So I'm not going to let anything like that stop me from living my life. It's not always so, about death. What if you lost a limb? I mean, <laughs> lost a limb, died. I've been watching you know, a lot of Grey's Anatomy. Cast, like, you Kendall. Stop. Callie's wife <laughs> lost her leg in the plane crash. So it's like, you know. But I just remember the feeling no, of just, yeah. like, unity at Pride. Because that people ye- did not want to go. Yeah, I had a friend that went. And it was just went, such yeah. a... And, I, and Pride, I... I went to so many Pride last year because my book came out, and so I was always, you know, I was like on a book tour. Mm-hmm. So I was at Philly Pride, um, DC Pride, New York Pride. I was in a parade in New York, walking through Manhattan. I always wanted and it was to be just on a, a different, float. Oh, we had a big bus. It was fun. But, but I, I literally like I danced security. the entire. You do not need to. Don't what? be coming rubbing all that glitter and sweat oh, on me. <laughs> I was covered. I said. There. But it was good. I think growing up, my idea of Pride was a little bit different. But last year was like really the first year that I could. You got a wake up call. It was a wake up call. Like, oh, like, I'm really blessed to be able to live my life the way I fucking want to and not be shot, killed. Yeah. And I think I think that's what I think it's nice to see somewhere like India having their first Pride Mm -hmm. and and us being able to hearken back to what the intention is. Right. But for places like San Francisco and Los Angeles who you know, we've been, we're progressive enough to, right. for, for some years now, been able to, decades. Especially San Fran. To, yeah, mm-hmm. to, to do this. It won't always Castro. be about kind of the social activism that it started with. No, this year's Pride is going to be right back to right. whatever Coachella. we were doing. Right. So, yeah. so Pride I, But I don't, I don't think, I don't think that takes away the need to have those moments yeah, for yeah, us. And, and whether that's your thing, it's not my thing, but mm. I don't, I don't knock anybody who chooses to participate. My sister, I always, uh, 
am concerned about my sisters, which I don't know why, but they, they go to Pride a lot, but they're, they're together, but they go to, they went to Chicago Pride, they went to, I to meet your sisters. Um, New York Pride, yeah. but I'm always like, be careful, hold on to your purse, it, what you got on, like, yeah. I just, it's a lot, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, a lot. lot of people, it's, a lot going <laughs> a lot. on, and but, I know my sister, but it's but like, I, you know, if I've done Coachella, I can do, I can I've do never that. done Co- Coachella, Coachella, the Coachella, you're shaking, going. I might go next year, for B. Yeah, I, I feel like, I, but I feel I keep hearing bad things, and I know that my nerves are bad, and I'll be thirty <laughs> by next year's Coachella. So the uh, sooner the better, Char, because it comes a point where it's just like it's like Char's thirty five going to Coachella, <laughs> really, and I'm like, and I still look good. We know Very LA Savannah. this year is doing the same thing because actually I was corrected last year with New York because it's not a it's a march in New York. It's the LA March, and so LA is doing the summer. I mean, the New York March, so LA is doing the same thing with the March again this year, as opposed to Pride. As part a uh, parade. Oh, so it's not a parade; it's a march. And will Pepsi be there? I don't know. You have to call up, call <laughs> them up. But yeah, but let's get into these topics. So, Kendall, do you want to take it away? I go first. You do? Yes. Kendall's oh, the meat of the sandwich. See. I'm the top layer of the bread. Oh my gosh. Here we, okay, top bun, sesame seed. Yeah. Go, excuse, go ahead, charge Excuse ourselves. me. <laughs> so, um, happy birthday. So, for the past week and a half, I was going to report on this story last week, but I decided to let it cook. You know, sometimes stories got to brew because you always know that there's more coming out. Yeah. Got to marinate. So, um, Mel B. I'm sure we've all heard about Melanie Melanie Brown Spice. Um, yes, one of my favorite Spice. Well, I love the Spice Girls, and I love the new Victoria Beckham commercial, the Target commercial with Spice Up Your Life mm-hmm. in it. It always puts a smile on my face. Well, anyway, Mel B., who I just saw a few weeks ago at America's Got Talent looking fantastic, has recently come out with all of these claims of her husband. They're now separated. The mm-hmm. divorce has not been granted. Um, and, and physical domestic abuse. And mm-hmm. it has just been a snowball of craziness. Her sister Danielle Brown came out and made a, a Facebook post uh, basically backing her sister up in these accusations. The makeup artist, Mel B's key makeup artist, has said that he's had to cover things. Like we've seen pictures. Mel has used examples of like, oh, when the Spice Girls performed at the Olympics in London right. that one time, yes. I, I joked and told you all that I fell in my Louboutins, but he really beat my ass. Yeah. Or mm. when I w- did <clears throat> Dancing with the Stars, he thought me and my co-star were too close during that dance, and he went home and, and assaulted me. You know, um, no, nothing on record as far as his relationship with the kids. But I just found out on Monday, this is unrelated. I just found out on Monday that this man isn't even a real Belafonte, which should have been a a red flag. He changed his last name to Belafonte because I'm thinking like, oh, is he related? No, Bella, the I Bellafonte remember, I remember like, when they first got married, mm-hmm. that was the question. Was he, was, he, was he related to the Harry Belafonte. Yes. And it was, he wasn't. But I didn't know he changed that, his last Well, name. according That's to Wendy, weird. I don't know if she was saying in jest, <laughs> no, but according. No, you know her sources be like. <laughs> media, according to MediaTakeout.com. Right. Or um, Star Magazine. <laughs> Radar Online. Um, but no, Shout out to Ms. So Wendy, according to, to the Wendy Williams show, this man changed his name to Belafonte. Like it wasn't anything by marriage. But anyway, of course he's denying. He's not coming out like, yeah, I did it. Of course he's denying, but my question to you all is, oh, by the way, there have been pictures that have surfaced where uh, you can see, like, through the contour, you could see, like, a bruise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was watching Deborah Norville talk about it. So, um, and I'm going to go on to also read the statistic before I, uh, before I, I guess I should have had this ready, but before I pose my question to you all, um, it says that, 
According to recent statistics, 85% of all domestic violence victims are women, with black women being the most at risk. Sadly, only 25% of these cases are even reported. And this is especially um, timely after uh, Monday San San Bernardino. Yes. I was shocked when I saw that they were black. And I saw honestly, and I saw a another statistic saying that fifty, I believe it's fifty one or fifty three percent of all mass shootings in the past, again, I wish I had this in front of me, decade mm-hmm. have been um, related to to domestic. domestic. Yeah, what I was reading Disputes. about San Bernardino is that uh, they had recently got married, and two months into the marriage, she wanted out. Yeah. And he, you know, and he followed protocol to gain access to the school and to get in there and stuff like that. It's just, it's terrifying. There is another situation where it was a same sex uh, couple, women, and she stabbed her girlfriend to death. I mean, I've I've heard of the, and and you know what? Speaking to the statistic that I just read, we don't even know as far as gay men. I I personally that that number (laughs) from what I hear is is the highest. Yeah, you know what? I personally (laughs) I can recall a time. When I was back in Chicago, I was in college, but I was like back for like the summers and stuff. And one of my good, good friends um, had moved in with his boyfriend. They shared a, it was a beautiful apartment. They had a dog and everything, but his boyfriend was abusive. And I remember feeling helpless because my friend did not want all of my suggestions. First of all, I was like 19 with the Camry. So every time he called me, it was like, okay, your eye, your eye is black. There are two trash bags with your clothes in them. And you want to put them in your, my trunk. You want me to take you to your mom's house and just all and I remember the boyfriend being very um, aggressive and combative with me but still respecting me he didn't he didn't physically threaten me but mm-hmm. he was intimidating um I felt like sissy Houston like like I, <laughs> I was like not today <laughs> not my daughter so um not to make light of the situation but this went on for quite some time and then of course my time came for me to go back to college but uh, th- that summer was a very rocky one. And I remember I would drop him off at his mom's house. And then two days later, he'd have his ass right back yeah. there. And all of the suggestions I was throwing out, like, well, do you want to file a police report? Or he'd be like, no. Meanwhile, snot booger crying all over my shirt. So it's, I felt. It's, it's a difficult I think, thing to process, um, especially with same sex. Because, like, you, we always hear about, like, man, don't hit women. Da, da, da. But when it's two women or two men, like if two dudes scrap, two dudes scrap. But what if that dude is your boyfriend, or if that woman is your girlfriend? Yeah, it's just well, like well, my go ahead. Kendall. I think that regardless of of whether it's heterosexual or homosexual, it's difficult when friend when friends and family, like you said, sissy Houston, or whether yeah. you're a friend and you go in because you don't know when that line should be drawn and when you need to put your because it's not my right. call. Yeah, exactly, it's really not um, my call. Really you're not, you're so, grown. So think about think about people like like I think of like the song girl. Uh, Destiny's mm-hmm. Child, and yeah. and whether or not that was Victoria Beckham and them saying like, look, yeah, you, wh- when do you step in? And so, or even Dirty Laundry, I'm on the kitchen mm-hmm. floor. Right. He took right. the keys, <laughs> right. Right. like, right. She stopped talking to Beyonce. Allegedly, yeah, she did. If that was, <laughs> she did because <laughs> right. he planted all so, that stuff in her, in her head. You'll never be Beyonce, abuse. right? So I mean, and and from some, I mean, I think when we talk about in in homosexual relationships again i said the figures i think the, those are the highest D- domestic violence and homosexual relationships would be the highest yeah. see i wouldn't know today but i know that i was in a i wasn't in a physically abusive relationship but one 
of my relationships, uh, what he was very emotionally abusive. I guess I was a little too confident. He was very emotionally abusive. And this is off topic as well, but I feel the need to bring this up because I saw a tweet that said that uh, from a girl, from a woman who says that she believes that the purest, your purest form of dating and your purest form of love was in your teenage years because there was typically Mm. no motive. Y'all didn't have shit to offer each other. So we just, Mm. we we in here to be in here. But as adults, as adults, There's always some there's type so of motive. There's, mm-hmm. there's so much. Especially in L.A. Jada. And when I thought about that. We talking about Janet Jackson and 500 million. We <laughs> there's so much. And when I thought about that, I was like, oh my, all of my relationships, I was a teenager. Yeah. All of my boyfriends, I was a teenager. But uh, so my question I'm posing to you all is, if you were in a situation like the makeup artist and things, and he was, also mm. I should note that the makeup artist says that, Stefan was holding funds from him. Like, I need to make sure that you ain't gonna say nothing or you ain't yeah, gonna get paid he, for yeah, the he, month's worth of right, makeup he's you just did. Multiple people that were multiple privy to people. The and even we could even speak to OJ. Like people in Nicole's circle knew that OJ was, you know, two piece in her, you know. So as a friend from the outside looking in, this this is a double question for the mm-hmm. both of you all. A, if you feel comfortable sharing, have you ever been in an abusive relationship and how did you handle that? And B, as a friend. If you were ever in this situation or if you have ever been in this situation, how do you go about, I guess, saving the person that saving your friend, helping your friend overcome this? Um, you go ahead, Kendall. Um, <laughs> what I deem my most successful in long term relationship I, I, and it's funny because we talk about domestic violence and I think in a lot of ways, like Jay said, when it's, when it's a homosexual relationship, you don't necessarily even call it that, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, because it's, it's two, two niggas getting down. Like it's what it is. Um, and so when I, I, in the moment of the quote unquote physical abuse, um, I, I didn't. Why is it quote unquote? Because. For me to call, like the the because it was it was equal. We was both putting our hands on each other. I could never for me to call. And I think the connotation of domestic violence is that one person is doing something yeah. to another person, and another person Physically. is a victim. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. We were both victims. Got you. And you're both. I was on the receiving end of a lot of the emotional abuse, but in terms of the physical, because when I couldn't emotionally attack you the way that you were, I was putting my hands on you. Gotcha. So. I think in in retrospect and talking and at the time I wasn't discussing any of that with anyone, mm. um, so there was nobody. Were that you could've... were you having visible bruises? <laughs> no. Okay. Because um, I was going to ask, yeah, how did no, you get around that? Yeah. No. Because with me, I couldn't have been in your life at that time. I would have been like, Kendall, what's that on your but arm? But funny, enough, this is a time. This yes, is a what's time. What's that black would. and blue thing on your arm? And I won't go into too many details. Was this in college away. when you were drinking 40 ounces? <laughs> no. I recently found this out on Twitter. I was appalled. Yes, once upon a time, Kendall was drinking 40-ounce beers. 40. Bougie Kendall, posture, right. was drinking 40 ounces. Yeah, Mickey's. Um, Mickey's 40 ounces. Oh, I thought... <laughs> we're going to move on. I was like... <gasps> and so, but at this time... No one knew that the, that that this person and I were in a relationship to begin with. So, oh my dear God! So I can were relate. You to, I can relate to this. So nobody. So it wasn't a public relationship. It was not a public relationship. Oh my God! So I am triggered right now. So nobody knew 
not even to say, you, nobody could say there was even domestic violence. Nobody knew that we were even right, around each other right. as much mm-hmm. as we were. Like your story you shared at the college. Which one? Oh, about my first boy. Mm-hmm. None of my boy. Well, I, I'd say out of all of the interactions I've had with men, I want to say only three. I've had quite a few, but as far as like companionship, only three have been on a public scale, and they were all when I were younger. The more I got into my gender nonconformity, the it, it was, was out of the picture. Especially I was in the South. Get out of here. Yeah. So yeah, I can I can speak to that whole. Yeah. You know. So no, and and I didn't and I didn't feel like I needed to be saved. You know, I didn't mm. feel like I needed to go to anyone. And I'm sure a lot of other people feel that way. I, Tina felt that way about <laughs> Ike too. Yeah, for a long time. And so time. now, friends that were around, I don't say they regret, but I think that they wish they were a little bit more inquisitive. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and like seen me. some of those telltale signs because there definitely were. Were you few. moody? Like what? What were some of the telltale signs? I was moody. Um, I think I'm a very I, I see plans through. Um, even even though I even though I'm typically moody, um, I'm not gonna let that <laughs> interfere <laughs> with a plan or fun that we uh-huh. were supposed to have. So I would just randomly cancel something or be so that I'm, I'm or be just, checked out in a, in a certain yeah. environment. So. Yeah, and so I mean, I got out of it, but but what? Okay, did you have like a aha moment, like a breaking point that you were like, all right, this is not okay? Right. How did this like, relationship like, come to a close? It, I moved. You moved. So, do so you, you think were that, kind of forced to leave? So, if you wouldn't have moved, do you think that you would have kept this going on? Yeah. Wow. But wow. and that's huh. because and that's why I hate to even because I don't feel I don't know. Okay, don't know. but do okay. How the, about the, this? The, do you think that it's the violence okay? was not a. It wasn't a constant. Not that I'm defending this at all. But I'm trying was, to see how you're framing that. But you're speaking to your experience. I'm speaking to at my experience. Time. And, yeah, at the, no, and even sure. in, again, even in retrospect, I don't see it as this extremely volatile, dangerous situation. I saw it as two people who didn't know. I think he was extremely antagonizing. And I think that's those are things that I've learned that that those are red flags for me. People, so you were in a relationship he, with Nini. Basically, <laughs> maybe that's why I can't. You were in a relationship know. with Nene, but Leakes. people that people that want to you say you love someone, but want to see the worst part of me, mm. and 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 really agitate that side mm-hmm. of me. I I don't understand that. Yeah, and so he was that type of person, and you can only control your own reaction. So I've had to to consider that too, and and how I react to things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah. So I mean, I, there was never any rosin. I still have a, a one of my. Uh, senior sweatshirts that mm-hmm. I had got from college. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, he ripped me off of the bed. Like he grabbed me by my hood and the whole hood ripped off of oh my this God. shirt. And it was carpet. You ain't none but a, a, a hundred pounds. <laughs> 137. Oh, girl. Uh, goals. <laughs> goals. I, I flew off the bed. I had like carpet burns on my knees. Oh and my. The shirt, and the, the sweater still ripped. Um, so how would you all get after okay. these after these domestic spouts? How would you all get past? Like, what would y'all do? Was it like set? Like, what were you doing to get past? She hasn't watched Big Little Lies, so I'm not gonna, right. Um, I was um, about to bring that up because <laughs> yeah. that's something I have um, not yet, um, but I will. I'm still in. I'm, I'm still with Shonda and, and Meredith Grey and I Christina know. Yang. Um, I think it would be like a cold period of just like no talking. Got and you. Just... Uh huh. How long was it no talking? Like an hour? Or it like... varied, I'm sure. Yeah, like I mean, but there were points 
where I like took all like when you when you talking about the trash bags like that was very much like took all this stuff out of my room put it in front of his dorm room door. To the left. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and to the left. To the left. Yeah, but it, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't healthy. I know that. Yeah. Um. I'm glad that in retrospect you can acknowledge that because some people would have been longing for that relationship right now. No, 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 no. And 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 like I said, not because of the physical part. Yeah, it's really. But it definitely contributed to it being unhealthy. Yeah. So what would you do if you had a friend in a like? How do you go about quote unquote saving your friend? Let them know. Or do you pan it off as, oh, that's not my business? No, I'm never that person. It's always my business Mm -hmm. uh, because I couldn't live with that on my conscience. I'm going to do, I'm going to do all that I can. Remember the love is blind video or are you too young for that? The, uh, you know, he was 12, 12 years ago. No, Eve, (laughs) Eve, love is blind. Yeah, yeah, I remember the song. And it'll take over. The video will have you. Woo. Because it's about to, and she did not, I mean, she stepped up to the plate, but the girl kept going back, and then eventually he kills her. Like, there's a funeral scene. Like it's, well, well, It was like, a, a controversial video well, for the Whoopi time. Well, Whoopi and them were talking about if you would have, yesterday they were saying uh, if you would ever let a friend know if they were cheated on. Um, and Whoopi yeah, brought sure up, were. I mean, I would call them to the restaurant so they could see for themselves because I don't want to end up on the ID channel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and so you have to take your I own would, I would tell safety into consideration, I suppose. But I, 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 I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm, I'm not scary like that. I'm going to let you know that what you're doing is not okay. And especially because most of my friends are, are women, mm-hmm. I, gay or not. That I feel like that's a role of a man to step in. It's a, yeah. Not a role, but I have an a heightened responsibility mm-hmm. to step into those um, mm-hmm. situations. So I, I think... But you just still have to take your own safety into consideration. And there's things... A lot of the times, even to speak to the episode of The View yesterday, which I'm glad you caught. Did you catch it? Mm-mm. Joy uh, said... This is speaking to your point. Joy said she would not tell her friend if they were being cheated on because the the girl always, always goes, goes back, back to the schmuck and then you're out of a friend. Right, yeah. So it's like, even with that, you kind of got to watch because people will cut you off. And if you're like, girl, how many times so you going right. to allow this to and, happen? And that is why I think it's always and a, people a will case cut by you case off. situation yes. with certain things. Where and I, people will I've surprise learned, you too. I've learned certain friends. You know what? I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you rock. Learn on your own. Not necessarily with domestic violence. I think that's different. But with certain things, I'm like, you know, like you're gonna be a dummy bitch, <laughs> as Monique said in Precious. And you a dummy <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and, and 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 people have had to tell me that. I recognize my. I've told you that. My, you ain't never called oh me no God. dummy. I've never called you a dummy. <laughs> I've, I've oh painted it in a more colorful yeah, way, yeah, but yeah. I mean, if we want to give it if a short, we want to call version, a thing a thing. No, I hear it, and I receive because I know I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah, and I recognize mm-hmm. that in my and friends that ain't my too. business. Um, but I'll never demonize somebody or not be their friend for trying to be real with me about about an unhealthy situation. No, I'm saying I'm them cutting you off, yeah. not you cutting them yeah, off. Yeah, no, but I have friends that will potent that could potentially yeah. cut me That's off. That's what ended so up happening learned. to my friend, and then he came. He came around. He you came learn back your around I think because you learn I was, your you know, I'm a, I'm, I have an authoritative personality. We really? <laughs> I had no idea. And eventually, baby, I was burning so much gas, you know, saving niggas. No, you know, like, but that's <laughs> real. That's no, real because is. you're interjecting yourself into an unhealthy. Like you and said, he lived in this Indiana, man, like on the border. This man is imposing. It was only forty minute drive. I'm in college <laughs> doing my own shit. Actually, no, I was at home for the summer doing my own shit. Yeah, I, I was on my own program. I had people waiting to see me, honey. I was out here, and you calling me at 11.45, and I'm telling my, my mom's like... To dump the emotional baggage. Yeah, and I'm you. driving 40 minutes 
to pick you up, to drive you to, I lived off 187th at the time and his mother lived off, I'll just say the, cause I don't know who's listening, the, Ooh. uh, the the lesser hundreds. Okay. So they were around 110, 120, 115, and I was 187. Yeah. So it was still out the way. I'm going to Indiana to loop around to the city to go back to the bird. Like it was a lot, but it was because the, I loved him. But still, it 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 got to the point where I remember he did stop talking to me based off of something that someone else said, and that's what hurt me. It was one of those things where. This person said, Shar's doing this, or Shar has said this, and you didn't even give me the common courtesy of so, asking yeah, me. Yeah. Of asking me. Is that true? You just stopped yeah. talking to me. And that's that, that was one of the first times where I learned that, I mean, people going to be people. Like, I'm not, not going to cry myself to sleep over this friendship, but I was appalled. I was appalled at how that happened. But I we're, think sometimes you have to have that now. come to Jesus moment where it's like, it's not, I'm not coming from any place of judgment. But, but you, you have to, you have to take responsibility for yourself. And, and Uber wasn't around back then. And I can't keep saving you. I can't. Right. I can't. He was the only friend that he knew that he could what call. What about so, you, Jace? You, yeah. beat up, you beat up on anybody before? Um, <laughs> uh, remember, there, do you remember the two questions? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, so there was a relationship that I was in that was, it was on and off physical. Um, and something that I was going to ask you kind of this with about your sweater. I remember one time we got into a fight while we were driving. Um, I don't know what it was about. Um, but I remember, like, the next day, he had, like, a scratch on his face. And, like, when I saw that, I was just, like, Why I didn't you remember the? F- so you didn't remember the fight or you didn't remember the root of the fight? I don't remember the root. I remember the fight. Oh. But I don't remember the root of it, why we were at the I remember coming back from Long Beach. Um, if it were that intense and you all were fighting via car, how do you not remember the trigger? He he was always mad at me about something. I don't know. Mm. Um, but he would get mad and he would start saying things. And you know me, I would walk to the beat on my own drum. And so he would say something crazy. And I'd be like, no, motherfucker, da, da, da. And then it would escalate to, like, hitting Physical. each other. Right. And I remember a scratch, like, underneath his eye that I had given him. And I was, like, disgusted with myself. Yeah. Um, Who would, uh, listen? You fight me. You want to fight me in a car? Like there, you know, we, a moving, you, you, on a moving vehicle. You know, on when, the freeway. You know, when I you think. asked what was the line, like when did we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We fought on the way to, like in the middle of the street, like crossing the street. Like I remember he, you telling me about. We this. did something, so, and I turned around and swung, and we were just go, like walking, trying to get oh, past yeah. it, swinging. There was a. I, we, I can't do I that. Public. <laughs> no, I, I would have been judging. through a wall. Right, right. This girl right. would have been like. I was judging myself. There was a, so uh, that's what I'm saying. In a no, car, Negroes. Right. But in public, but that's what I'm saying. Like what, Who I remember the, the, the click <laughs> that happened to me is that we were in a fight. Cause like we, we would, we would fight. It would always be private. So no one knew. And there was a trip that we were with a group of friends and we got into. So you all, you, your situation mirrored Kendall's. You weren't getting beat up on. You were both fighting each other. We were other. both, fighting both each victims. Other. We were both two men hitting on each other. That would, okay. we would, And that's how we would express our anger. And I remember. The, oh, no, baby. What is you doing? Yeah, exactly. And I remember <laughs> one time I literally got. domestic violence, guys. Oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. But uh, I got put through a wall. 
Oh my god! And I will, and that, and that's I was the one that's only and it was a time rock because I was trying to because I heard my friends coming and I didn't want them to see us fighting, so I was trying to pull him around the corner, and I and he didn't understand what was going on, and then he he thought you were trying to wear him out, right? And he and reacted. He reacted, and, and you went through some drywall and put through went through some drywall. Um, and all my friends were there, and like them all seeing me, I'm in my drawers in a hotel. Um, oh my I, gosh, what was that bill? I don't know. I didn't pay it. <laughs> um, but y'all damaging hotel. And see if I was. Yeah, but I, I remember. I remember like my friend uh, <laughs> telling me because after because after that I was just completely shook and I was like, "Do not speak to me. This is not a good time." Um, and the fight was just so minuscule. Um, so what was your breaking point? Um, did you re- leave that relationship on your own accord, or was it one of those things where you moved away, it like was Kendall? On, it was on my own accord. But, uh, it was on my own accord, but that wasn't the breaking point. Um, it was a aha moment because it was in front of my friends, and so my friends sat me down, like, "What the fuck are you doing, Jace?" Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of like a thing where that had me start a process, and we broke up a couple months later. And I think that that's also important. That's noteworthy that your friends witnessed it. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because your friends, when you so got to see their reactions and their yeah, faces, like. they fucking gagged. And I, I, it was just, when it became public, it was kind of like, all right, well, this is. Because when you're in the privacy of your own, you know, battles, you don't really let people know what's going on. Or you don't really, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Because, mm-hmm. like, what happens between two people is between two people. But when it became common knowledge that, like, we hitting on each other. It was kind of just like, all right, well, this is something I need to deal with because not only do people know, my friends know that people care about me. Mm-hmm. And I remember he told uh, my friend, like, you know, we fight because we love each other. And she what? came back. To, she came back to me the next day and was like, you need to drop that. that like, I mean, ASAP. that's not a trigger. ASAP. I honestly do not know how I would react if a man put his hands on me. Yeah. I might be the one to snap. Like, I might be the one. You be on the ID channel. I seriously, mm-hmm. I do not know. I feel like I would black out. I've been angry like that twice in my life before, where I had friends like, "Bitch, you don't remember," but I've also been inebriated, um, where I've cursed people down to their draws, mm-hmm. like literally, like down to their draws. Yeah, but that's and I didn't remember. Like, but I, I if believe you hit that me, I'm gonna hit you back. I believe that I would be that person. Like God forbid, I feel like I wouldn't be able to control myself if a man hauled off and hit me in my damn face or rib checked me or yeah. yanked me, like. Just even thinking about it, like y'all I, be like, well, Shar did always want to be famous, and I'm sitting <laughs> up there telling, twenty years later, mm-hmm. telling my story to yeah, whoever yeah. you know. Diane, um, yeah, and I will say there was never any closed fisted like. Okay, like, I'm thinking y'all are Floyd Mayweather in it. No, I mean in in the street that day, yes. There mm. were swings. I don't know if anything landed. We were sw- okay. like, I was just stopped. Which is exhausting. You know, your adrenaline. <laughs> like, it seems like it's a five minute fight, but yeah. it was literally like, girl, that was 15 seconds. I mean, we had to get across the light. <laughs> so, oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah, we were in that car. No, absolutely. I'm surprised nobody <laughs> I'll be damned. But um, no, I can't. That's why when that's why it's hard for me to call it like something like because dom- like I said, the connotation was equal. Of, of domestic violence. I'm thinking black. I, I never had bruising. Like I, my my sweatshirt is forever. But you did you have bruises, um, Jace? Mm-mm. You didn't. We have never. Had, we never got. So you all stories kind of mirror each other because yeah. it would be different if you had bruises that you had to cover and all that. No, stuff. no. So what would you do, Jace, in the instance of a friend and feeling compelled to save them? Um, it's a situation where I would definitely address it if I knew about it. 
Um, but there's one thing that I've, when this goes to cheating, domestic violence, um, people are going to do what they want to do. And so I could say all I want to try to save you, but at the end of the day, if that's kind of what you want and you're not going to leave, then like you said, I, I can't. Like it goes beyond your control. Right. It's but don't give up on people. No, no, I'm not, I will never give up on yeah, anybody. And I think no, that's if you want to come to me and talk to me, have a conversation, I would yeah. definitely sit there and I'll listen See, to and you. See, and that's what and I, I str- listen to you several times. Um, but <laughs> y'all know that try and don't listen. <laughs> you got one time no, to confide. Uh, that's not true. I just, you all, and I've shared this on the podcast before. I'm not that just like Kendall's not the friend to cry in front of. I'm the friend Bye. definitely that you can confide in and we can talk and we can talk and even on multiple occasions. But if it's, if you are coming to me constantly regarding the same topic, I, I know me, and eventually I'm going to shut down. Not shut you out, yeah. but I'm just going to be, okay. It was funny. I you actually, can talk to uh, me. I may not be here physically. I may be elsewhere <laughs> mentally, but I'm going to listen. The other day, I, I was have to ask you to a conversation, <laughs> and I was on that back end, and I remember, and this was in a domestic relationship, but it was a situation where I had spilled my emotions on all of my friends so much that I knew that they were not going to hear me. So I remember one time I was at a... Uh, I don't know if it was like an apartment. I was in an apartment with my friends and it literally just like hit me and I was just like heartbroken. So I literally walked up, dismissed myself, went in the bathroom, closed the door, cried it all out, mm-hmm. and then came back puffy eyed and was like, all right, I'm back. But I knew I've done because that I. Before. I use Uber drivers and drunk girls in the bathroom when we're drunk together. They, they're my you... therapist. I've sat in oh. the bathroom. <laughs> I have sat in the back of some Ubers and been... You're going to take an Uber and they come have, back to your house? And they have made the mistake of asking me how I'm doing today. And they hang out. Uh-huh. And they just And I'm like, oh, girl, I'm glad you asked, girl. I da 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 And it's just... And literally, it's it's been therapeutic oh, yeah. because I, was a lift I don't want to wear my friends out. I was out. always telling people. Like, I was like... I remember one time I was in a car with this guy five minutes after. And he was the driver at this point. And I was wow. a passenger. And I was in the car with him. I'm like, turn the meter off. But let's have a conversation. Okay, I've arrived. Uh, right, I've arrived. But you can go. <laughs> right, and I was like, all right, go on. And I kind of knew that he needed to talk. Those and long drives. Have an unbiased conversation with somebody, and I, I just feel it. And I literally, I gave him a hug at the end, and he was like, "Thank you so much for talking to me." But sometimes yes. you just need an unbiased person yeah. to kind of yes. unpack yes. and unload. Your I know my mother on. is Never. worn out. My mother mm-hmm. is. Ooh, I know she's worn out. I've never done that. I've never talked. Thank. It's good to talk to someone thank- who doesn't know. Yeah. No, I imagine oh, I've heard so. So many I, stories being a driver. But in terms Lord of, mercy. I've never. I've had Brittany, my best friend of fourteen years now, with the good liquid lipstick. <laughs> she. I, I've, I, I, Shout to Brittany. Let me, Brittany, if you're listening, let me know if 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 you're fatigued with me. But <laughs> I, I genuinely feel like I can talk about anything at any length. And keep going back. Like she Well, you don't do see for for me, I feel like like for example, with you and a few others, you in particular and a few others, with um some of the things I've been going through in twenty seventeen, I have purposely made a conscious decision to pull back. Because I'm like, Oh my god, I do not want to wear my friends out. I feel like I'm ta- I'm on a hamster wheel of talking about the same thing. So mm-hmm. I I talk about this. This is my third time talking about this on the podcast. I got a good Oprah type journal with gold pages and moss the growing expensive. on the side. Yes, I've tried, <laughs> I've channeled different ways so yeah. that I don't sound like a broken record. So it's not so much as, oh, let me not call Shard today. Cause this is what, and this is probably not what my friends 
think, but this is how I yeah. think that they think. And right. that's like, important. Let me that, not let yeah, me not call Char today because I don't want to hear the same old story. Now, sorry, you know I wouldn't have called. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, I, that's just how I feel. So there, there are different ways to channel that. Yeah, but, no, but like I said, I, it's not everybody. Yeah. Um, and and there's no slight to anybody else, but like I genuinely feel like I know her well enough. Yeah. To know when I when she's think, thinking that, and I won't call or I won't put that on her, but. I've never felt the need to go anywhere else because that is a sounding board that gotcha. seems consistent. And my mother is, for me, my mother is just the end all be all. Yeah. Click. Like the end all be all. Yeah. The final and word. That's like nice. she can turn my emotion around. She, like, my mother is just Amen. amazing. I, I, I don't, I don't have that in my way. sisters. Me and my sisters don't have that type of relationship, um, which I think is kind of strange. But that's just us. Like, my sisters don't call me. And talk about like their boyfriends and stuff. Like we don't talk about sex and like that's just not our relationship. So uh, it's not we don't have the Braxton Kardashian type. Like we have a bond, but it's not yeah. one of that level of intimacy yeah. and transparency. Yeah, my fifteen year old sister ain't getting my. Uh, well, well, I mean, she's a decade younger than you. My <laughs> sister's only five. There's only a five yeah, year gap. My between siblings us. are we're pretty open. My my sister called me the other day. FaceTime me. She's always FaceTime. Shout out to Kaylee. Yeah, um, we do FaceTime. We don't do phone calls. Yeah, I mean, she was we just always like, do FaceTime. So when did you reach the point of not giving a fuck when you told mom and dad that you were gay? Because she's about to tell them something. Okay, she um, has some news. She has some news. And so she asked me for advice. Um, she's not a lesbian. I didn't um, think so. Just... <laughs> you just said she has some news. She has some news. Um, and Which so is vague she kind of wanted to get my ideas or my advice as to how to tell them. Got you. So, but yeah. Well, Kendall, Kendall what do you yeah. have for us Ooh. this week? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Besides the broken. I hand. thought I was exposing something. I was like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I just randomly came <laughs> to me. <laughs> I wanted to get you guys thoughts on a certain oh, topic. Shit. And I, I'm, I'm going to go to Char first. Oh, God. What? <laughs> okay. What do you think about breakup sex? You think it's it's good? You think it's a good thing? Or do you think it's dangerous? What are your thoughts, Char, on breakup sex? Um, I don't want to be as vague enough to say as, oh, it's circumstantial. But, I mean, it, it is circumstantial. really circumstantial. Yeah. Um, for me, personally, um, I've had breakup sex before. And to me, it complicated every single time I've done it because it's like we've broken up. But then we just become smash buddies until someone gets in a relationship, which, of course, wasn't me. It would be them getting in the relationship. <laughs> so um, I think it depends on the relationship. Most of my relationships have been or I'm not going to say relationships. Well, I will say relationships because the last time I've had a boyfriend was quite some time. But I've had plenty of long term camaraderie. Stedman Gale type. We ain't, you know. Stedman Oprah. Oh, that's Gale. what I meant. That's what I meant. I Stedman it's Oprah. A scandal. This that's ain't Phaedra. <laughs> oh my God. The writer's room. I'm so sorry, Oprah. Um, Stedman Gale. Uh, Stedman oh Oprah God. type. I was thinking of. Oprah's friend. You know, I think I'm Oprah, so I was calling out my friends and my boyfriend. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> instead of an Oprah type situation where, or even I'll say Jay Z and Beyonce in the beginning, where we all knew that they were together, but they weren't, you know. So I've had a lot of things like that, and that's been the my twenties, in all honesty. Um, and and so, that's not a bad thing. So I mean, I would like so I want to be on the gram. Would yeah, you like, like I, I would, I would love. Some. To me, it's become kind of played out for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. It has become played out, 
And especially being the woman that I am today, I'm not interested in being anybody's secret, okay? I have been the secret, darling. I have been the secret. So I'm not interested in doing that. If you're going to love me, you need to love me out loud. Um, I need to be your WCW. But it's circumstantial. What are the circumstances that it's okay and what are the circumstances that it's not? Well, most of my my 20s, uh, the guys that I have developed some sort of foundation with, um, that have trailed off or we've parted ways. Um, most of them, there has been breakup sex. It wasn't mm-hmm. called that at the time. Like, okay, this is the end. <laughs> Let me take off your pants. Like, it hasn't <laughs> been that. It's just been like, <laughs> you know, I don't. I think it depends on the circumstance. But you have to be. I feel like you have to be a very sound person in order to handle something like that because it can send you into a spiral of emotions, mm-hmm. especially if the. But that's why you especially have breakup sex. Especially if the eggplant is good. It's more than just you know. No, 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 no. Not every. Make, what I'm saying is not everyone can handle breakup and, sex, and I would argue most cannot. The, especially if it's good sex. It oh make, my god. It, 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 to me, it makes no damn but, sense. What. It, do you know something? I don't know. Why are you looking at me like that? Finish. Oh, this is getting good. <laughs> Who made this tea today? It's exceptional. No, I, I, it lemony. It does not make any logical sense. I've never gone in, gone to someone and like this is going to be the last time that we. I have, haven't either. It's as have, methodical as no, I am. But no, but in the moment, in it, there's been people that have said like, you know, that chapter's th- closed, but you're still is, gonna get your. Yeah, that's different. But to go, is to, it? if you know the chapter is closing, but you still gonna, you know, get it's your little piece. Now you know a lot of people. I'm not. I'm not increasing my body count. That's a lot of people's thing. Like. I'd rather no one go. Knows your, oh, I'd rather go. No one knows your body count but you. But for no, for I me, for my, my own, count. for your own, for my yeah. own. Oh, I know. Mine. I don't know mine either. <laughs> oh, I know mine. I don't. I, I stopped counting. Me too. <laughs> I think by the time I was eighteen, I was like, girl, please. <laughs> right. I used to save the. We con- still do that. I used to try to save the condom wrappers. <laughs> Well, I did. I would I, save the like con- Peter, John, and like <laughs> I have them laid out on your dresser. Like, as, oh, that was, as the <laughs> saved person, <laughs> that was a good- hold up in the air. As the saved mm-hmm. person that I am, the bottom- as the saved person, what? is that what you just said? I did. Quit playing in my face, Tamar. <laughs> what? Quit I, playing in my face in front of these I cameras. I very much. I'm very much aware of my body count, and I've been, I and I take personal, and not to disclose it to anyone, the but I take personal. Jace, please. I take a question. personal Does pride. Count? We're not going to get into logistics, but I know for me, to speak to the body count conversation, for me, just to clear things up for the listeners who are out here <laughs> thinking that I'm just some harlot. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Not a harlot. Y'all thinking I'm some type of Scarlet Jezebel. Some type of Jezebel skank floozy. Not that anything's wrong with that. I was the girl to have, and I've shared this on the podcast before. This is reflective four for me. Um... I, I was the type of person, I had a lot of sex, but I was having a lot of sex with the same people. That's what I'm saying. So if I know so that a chapter... So it sounds like a higher tra- people traffic, that... but it's like, no, that's still... Right. Every every Christmas break, I knew who I was... I knew, you know... <laughs> there are people... I'm in town. Like the most recent, that I know the chapter is closed. It's We are not going back down that road again. Yet you still but you will but, end up... But you all will still have have the house down. Mm-hmm. You had, yes. Mm-hmm. And so, what's wrong yes. with that? If you can handle that, if you can, can you handle it? 
I mean, yeah. Or are you, you singing Heather Headley in my mind? Okay, so how about okay, this? In so, my mind, I love <laughs> so, this girl. The sleepover, what? Different. Because the sleepover ends up with clothes being coming off. I mean, who has a sleepover with someone? If I've already seen your ecstasy face, <laughs> no, 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 are you inviting me to sleepover? No, because I already no, know that's no, going right. on. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm using this as an example, but we weren't having sex. You all were literally just cuddling, cuddling. spooning, and going to sleep. Yes. Qu- quit playing in my See, face. Okay, okay, okay. Quit playing in my but, face. Okay. You mean to tell me that... You mean... You know no, what? But no, I'm but no. Okay, I'm not going to get into look, semantics right, and ask Kendall, is he a bottom? I, because oh, this I thought is, about that the other day. Because this is, this is where, I guess, Jace's <laughs> question does come into play. Oral sex was involved. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Oral sex is still sex. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's still a connection. It is. It's a connection. And I think that people... Okay, so for me personally, <laughs> I have had... I, don't, I really don't have... In the older I get, I don't put limits to my sex. Not to say I'm going out and fucking everybody, but I don't. The way I process things, like should I, should or not, I'm like, am I gonna do it or am I not? You know, isn't and that I, the same question? Mm, it's okay. Let me explain. It's, I don't necessarily process. You just said things. the same question okay. with different words let me, and different let me, inflection. Let me, let, me, let me. The way I processed it before was like, I don't want oh people God. to. <laughs> you're like it's your birthday. Um, I'm saying when I was younger, like I was like, oh my body count. Oh, this like reasons why I would not have sex. It was a lot more like it was. There was a lot more thought that went into it. And now it's either I'm gonna do it or I'm not. Or I'm not right. So you don't put thought in into having sex. Not as much. Aside from, am I gonna do it or am I not? Sorry. Stop trying to oversimplify what this man is saying. Asking, are my questions not legit? I'm sure some of the listeners are confused. I think based on the inflection, it's very clear what he's saying. Thank you, so what do you think he's saying? Break it down for because me. Because as, as a 20, Almighty Kendall, as a twenty-four-year-old, mm-hmm. I, I imagine that at, at at my age he was he was like body. You were considering body count. You were considering all these things, things that I'm echoing right now. Right. But he's saying at this point he's just like I'm either I'm gonna do this or I'm not. Like I'm not about to sit up here. And, so you're not and, about and the respectability of your body count. Mm, but mean, there's other things to consider. I mean, like, if I'm going to have you sex, I'm going to have There are other things to consider. There are, yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm really not having sex, to be honest. I mean, I have my fun, but, like, I'm not over here running around these streets. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not because, like, I'm like, oh, I need to, you know, not do this because someone's going to talk about me. or I'm just like, I mean, I, yeah, with that, who cares? Grow up. I mean, but when I was younger, that's what you think about. You don't want people to know your Okay, so business. is breakup sex a good or bad idea? I, if you can handle it, then by all means. Can You're you? comfortable with that person. I can. I've always been able to handle breakup sex. The other person probably can't. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh and I'm just Well, saying. excuse me? Um, no, but I've been in several situations where, you know, I'm, I remember at one point I is was- Is that because you're a top or a bottom? He's a verse bottom. Am I? That's what I heard. Who who do you know that I've been fucking? Who said that? <laughs> who said that? <laughs> who said that? The streets. The same streets Mama, Mama Joyce is from. Yes. I oh, have yes. no limitations when it comes to sex. Um, I think, but by the way, I know this isn't my lane because I'm not a gay man, but I think that is such an antiquated. I just ask for fun, but I think it, it's yes. so antiquated to be like, I'm a, are you a top? I'm a bottom. They're like, you like so, what you like. and t- Tell them that. And they say that mm-hmm. everybody's one man's top is another man's bottom. Tell them that. Right. 
I'm, I'm telling them now if, if they're listening. Handle, if you can handle breakup sex, then by all means, like you're, you're comfortable with that person. That person knows your body, and this an emotional connection that you could either. But I, don't you feel like with breakup sex, sometimes like this is like I'm not talking about when you become the 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 sex buddy type person, but this is like the breakup sex. I feel like people always give 150 percent for that. Like when you the know it's the last impression. time, like yeah, like, I wrote a and, poem about that. By and the way, that can really mess you up. It's called. Apple don't Apple give me, I. don't be giving me, you know, just this the the routine. And then when it's the end of the chapter, you want to pull out the Incredible Hulk on me. You want to be, <gasps> you want to be body slamming. Where was the Incredible and, Hulk yeah. the entire time? Yeah, or was it like, well, we probably like would have broken up. If, <laughs> <laughs> I've never. If you would have been Superman ten months ago. We wouldn't be here. No. Sometimes people go all out with breakup sex. But yeah, so all in all, I think we all kind of agree. Like it's, 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 it's I can handle if you it. Can, if, if you can handle but it. But there's been different right time, now, situations where I've had to like, all right, we can't do this no more. Right now, I don't think I could handle it. Right I, now I, where I'm at I appreci- emotionally. I think Shar's uh-uh. point so. about until the per- when you're breaking up and you just become like fuck buddies until the person gets in another relationship. Mm-hmm. That's, that's an abrupt. That's, ooh, ooh. that's mm-hmm. the that's the sticky part because then you know. <laughs> no pun intended. That, <laughs> Can you it's too easy. That that is me. Where it's the sticky well, part. That's where you you recognize. You guys, I need some discipline on this you episode, so please. I'm listening. Birthday. It's a celebration. Go I'm on. listening. Jace is the one crooning in the background. <laughs> um. <laughs> it, 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 you recognize whether or not emotions are still involved in that. I didn't think about that. You surely do. When they're like, hey, you know, I've been dating. I didn't tell you because it ain't your business. It ain't your business. But we just made shit official. But, but this even, is my new partner. Even, see, but this is why I, in the, when even. And I got to cut this off. Even the, because, so what, we're, we're saying that we're no longer pursuing anything but if I, if your phone going like there's certain things because that's the that's the relationship and that's the dynamic attached. that you had it don't just shut off because we had some mm. words and decided that we're not that doing this. True. But you gotta watch that. I feel like as the as both parties you have to watch that and because that is why I know I'm not wired to do that. Yeah, you have to watch I'm that. Because don't get in a relationship <laughs> if you're not ready for one. If you're not gonna be fully honest, don't get in a relationship. For two, I feel like you all know that I'm big on karma. You have to honor that because you can't sit around complaining about your shoulda, woulda, couldas and how you want companionship in a man if you're still dipping and dodging it with your ex who's in a relationship. Then when you get your next relationship, it ain't gonna work out because mm-hmm. you are sitting up here living foul. <laughs> can't win when you play dirty. You cannot. And <laughs> no, that's the, that is the one of the twisted pretzels of life, one of the many twisted because it's like your emotions are invested in this person. Yes, yeah, they have moved on, but now he's mad at his girlfriend, so I'm calling up Char on a Saturday night because, you know, so-and-so or she's out of town. And then what does Char do? Call that Uber and Uber her ass across town to go get it waxed. And then here we are. And then now it's this clusterfuck because Char wants a boyfriend and Char gets a boyfriend and the boyfriend flops because, you know, it's, it's right, the circle of, of life. Karma. Yeah, and that's why, because you won't just tell you me. You got to be equally as strong to be like, no, you're in a relationship and I'm going to honor that, beloved. But even before the relationship, <laughs> you're not going to break up with me or we're not going to break up and, and whatever the issue was that why we broke up mm-hmm. and then I see you in a relationship or, or pursuing some, and I'm like, what? Block them. That's, well, how, that's why so many people not, are running around with herpes well, right now. That, 
One of the reasons, everybody's just swapping. No, that's, sure. this is not what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> simply saying that I'm I'm not going to, to check myself and be like, well, we're not in relationships, so I have no right to ask. I'm going to be jaded because I'm like, what? how are you able to... What's to, it your business? I'll that's ask. why I don't do it. That's why you don't... <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't do it. It's not true. We're I not can, together. I, can, I don't owe you anything but this deal. You did owe me two with, weeks ago, and you wasn't he, doing it, so why are you doing it over but here? But I'm saying that's what he would say. I don't owe you anything but this... And get slapped. You, what your don't situation talk to me is. Like that. But it's, is it not <laughs> but fact, that's Kendall? What it is. Is You're it not fact? Up. We are not together. That is We why, are having again, sex. And I don't owe you yeah. a damn thing <laughs> except for the sex. Mm-hmm. As a decent person, you owed me that two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree. I, I, I disagree. Uh, you know what you're getting yourself into when you go over I, the You house. may end up when with egg on your face. Text, no pun intended. That text message sure. and you drive all over there. You may end up with egg on your face, no pun intended. <laughs> I just caught and that. And it would be because you all set up, like, we're not friends. We're broken up. We're not friends. You need an itch. I scratch it and vice versa. And, then and now you are. Again, no, I have Now you're in a relationship. You don't owe me a motherfucking I thing. I agree. But well, I'm going to press you like you do. Mm, no. Yeah, you ain't built for I ain't either, in fairness, but. Well, I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> okay, Jace, what's your topic? To Jace. Um, my topic today is, okay, we've kind of touched on certain moments in our life where that were learning lessons for us, um, but was there, is there a certain period in time in your life that you felt like you learned the most out of how to operate through life thus far? Like a specific situation that just, A situation, that a period in life, something that happened, maybe, you know, 2013 was my year of like, you know, learning or when I graduated from college Mm -hmm. or, you know, just something that happened. Like it could be a year long period. It could be, but something that stuck out to you. I've had more than one, honestly. But what was the most where you learned the the most most about how to get through My first year in Los Angeles. Uh Mm. It's my first year in Los Angeles because it was totally different territory for me. And uh, it was uh, not easy. Mm-hmm. My first year in L.A. was not easy. Had you oh my visited God. L.A. before coming here? No. Or, I oh, moved here without ever visiting. Blind date. Just Googling and looking at pictures and talking to uh, old classmates that lived here. So uh, my first year in L.A. was not easy. It was a rough transition. Um, despite having access to a lot of different resources and things like that, I found myself at a lot of the times at, at what I felt was my breaking point, extremely stressed, mm-hmm. losing weight, breaking out, hair breaking off. And I'm not talking about sew-in hair because at the time I had a sew-in. I'm talking, <laughs> about, I'm talking about my real hair. Like I can pull my hair out of my braids. Like it was just like, I thought I was going to develop some type of health condition out mm-hmm. here. Like some type of like something cancerous. Like I was at my break because it was something that I was not used to, but I was also determined uh, of staying out here I had like three going away parties like I could there's no way that I could have moved back to Chicago yeah there's no plus I'm a prideful person there is no way in hell that I was like okay I'm gonna at least give this a year and if it does not work out then I can move back to Chicago but three months in I was at my lowest point and Mm -hmm. I was like I don't know I want to say actually my first two weeks in LA I was it was not easy really you didn't even have like a 
Well, I didn't have. Mine well, was my mine first to you, two because mine was New York. My first two weeks, I remember I moved out here and I thought I had a job lined up and that fell through. And I was thinking, oh, it's going to be easy because I have a job lined up. Yeah, I don't have a solid place to live. I was living in a hotel in downtown Los Angeles. And I was uh, saying, yeah, I don't have a place to live. But through, you know, wheeling and dealing with coworkers, maybe someone has somewhere for me to stay. So that's what I was thinking. But when the job fell through, I'm like, okay, now I'm in downtown Los Angeles in a hotel. My money is running out and I have no income. Mm. I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know where I'm going to work. And I'm out here. And you're out here by yourself. Yeah. And I there was no amount of planning that I could honestly moving to Los Angeles, there's no amount of planning. I there people were not responding back to my emails. People were not responding back to my calls. I was calling around. I was doing so many things that were protocol for me that you're supposed to do. I was reaching out. And people in Los Angeles just did not get back to me in any aspect. Mm, so um I. But then, of course, right, and I wasn't used to that because mm-hmm. in Chicago, people get back to you. There's a level of camaraderie and decency elsewhere. Like people in Chicago <laughs> will get back to you. Come on, Burbank. If they don't get, if they don't get <laughs> back on, to you, come on, master's degree. If they don't get back to you via phone, because I get that a lot of people don't like communicating via phone, you will at least get an email. If I'm blowing your shit up and leaving voicemails and emails, Chicago people are going to be like, "I'm sorry, da 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 da," or "Yeah, sorry, I was caught up." Da-da. LA to this day I hadn't received none. <laughs> so it just Three years that later. always perplexed me and then um and and so yeah I want to say that year was definitely my roughest and I got my my hopes up high a lot of the times I didn't understand to this day I was just talking to my mom about this. I don't understand the Los Angeles culture like now I do but when I first got here I didn't. People would kiss my ass. Oh you're so talented, you're so fun. I was meeting so many people. Here's my card. Give me a call. We might be able to use you here. <laughs> we'll go to lunch. No, the lunch thing I knew was a lie. But don't set me up like, oh, Char, you're so talented. I believe in you. We may have a spot here. And here's my card. And like, they don't call. And that's what, would, that's what psychologically really, really messed me up. Because it was like, I didn't ask for you to give me shit. You took the initiative to give me your card. And now you're never answering the phone or responding back to my email. I just could not wrap my brain around that way of navigating. And I pray that I will never become that person. I'm not that girl, and I don't think I ever will be that girl because I know what it feels like right. to be on the receiving end. I mean, and that is so, a crock of I shit. So what was a, the it, lesson that you learned? The lesson that I learned, well, that I'm still learning because life, I thought life was challenging, but LA life is totally, it's a totally different ball game than anything I've ever encountered. Mm-hmm. Undergrad, high school, junior high, like, Totally different ball game, and I'm just learning to just roll with the punches. And I want to say I recently just—I don't want to say gave up, but I'm like, look, I recently just am like, okay, I'm taking each day as it comes and meaning it, because mm-hmm. you say that a lot of the right. times, like, oh, I'm just gonna roll with the punches. I'm taking da da da. Um, 2017 so far for me has forced me to practice what I preach, and I'm just like, bitch, okay, I'm gonna wake up today and you know like. I'm, there's nothing, it's, things are out of my control. And I think that is what my lesson was mm-hmm. with moving to Los Angeles because things were not in my control in the past, but I felt like they were because everything was reaffirmed. I was like, I'm going to get this internship. I got the internship. I'm going to get this job. I'm going to work at Sephora. I'm going to work it in the cosmetics counter at Mace. And I would get it. Like, it was like, it was like that elementary way of thinking of mm. put your best foot forward and you'll be rewarded. That is how I was conditioned. Psych. 
No, seriously, that yeah, is how no, I was conditioned. Mind, and too. we see that in academics in school. You put your best foot forward, you get rewarded, or you get extra recess, or here's a pizza part. Mm-hmm. Like standardized testing, and so that is even in college. I felt that is what happened. Be a good person, sharp. Put your best foot forward, and you'd be rewarded. And uh, I've learned in LA that that don't always apply because you'll end up wearing yourself out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for, is it worth it? No, I'm not saying that the being a good person part. Right, That's right, always right. worth it. <laughs> but some days I just don't have the energy to put my best foot forward. And I just had to, uh, like I said, it's something that I'm still learning. But Los Angeles life 2014 for me mm-hmm. was, has been by far the most profound and pivotal year in my entire life. In my entire life, Los Angeles. Absolutely. What about you, Kenny? That's funny because... While we were in completely different junctures in our life, 2014 was also probably the most eye-opening time for me as well. Because similarly, um, things came relatively easy to me prior to that. High school, went to a University of California school, graduated. I was I had this whole plan of what mm-hmm. I was going to Ego do. Ego through the Mapped roof. Out. Got, oh, this adulting thing is easy. Got the bachelor's degree in three years. Mm-hmm. Led clubs, started clubs, so opened. Oh, and this is where I'm getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I graduated and came and went to D.C., interned mm-hmm. on the Hill, mm-hmm. did all that. And in I guess it was, I, but I had so much fun in D.C., but D.C. and what was in D.C. was supposed to be my end-all, be-all. I wanted to be a political speechwriter. Mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to run campaigns. Then I was in D.C., and I was like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I have a degree in political science. This ain't like scandal. This is right. <laughs> Shonday on the and, line. <laughs> and I have a degree in political, I have a degree in political science. Mm-hmm. What am I, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. <sighs> I couldn't. I didn't want to work in any sort of politics, mm-hmm. so I wasn't looking for those jobs. What other and jobs? And internships are designed to help you figure out what you want to do. Right, 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 right. Mm. And so, I think they're so necessary. Everyone needs. And, I, yes. Absolutely. To get the Sharjah Cell Scholarship that's coming, you need to uh, internship. You have to. And so, yeah. You so have to any, have any opportunity I get to talk to youth about life, the importance of interning. <laughs> I will mm-hmm. talk about the importance of interning. But um, I was broke. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find, I, I found t- temp work, but nothing in a field that I could be proud of. Th- that was the first time I felt like I wasn't making anybody proud, mm-hmm. I- including myself. Wow. Um, and so I had to figure out what to do, a new way to cope, a new, a new way to feel validated. Because in every other way, it was my academic prowess. Yes. It was yes. My, my success. Yeah, I was in school from- You were a golden child. From three to- Mm-hmm. 22 and that's what they don't <laughs> condition us for um so so yeah it was it was, and it's funny because i was back in la for the first time as an adult and i think mm. if i was anywhere else it might have been different but been. la will will eat you up it will um and you're seeing all of your friends figuring things out mm-hmm. and do and again i have older friends so a lot of them were figuring things mm-hmm. out and i was like eh. having babies on facebook yeah, and I'm like, is that the route? <laughs> like, I don't know. So Sometimes I had like, to figure it out, and I was miserable in every work position that I found, uh-huh. every single one. Mm-hmm. And I realized I have to apply. I have to go back to school because hmm. I have to. Go, I have to figure out something else because political science isn't going to do it. Um, and that's when I applied for my for my master's program. So what's and the route like? What's the dream job now? Because you got 
Entertainment. podcast up the wazoo. <laughs> Entertainment you publicity. Famous. Okay. Well, yeah, I can, and and not to. And I found I found my my passion uh-huh. through a bunch of internships that I hated. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And not not that to part. belabor your point, but I'm gonna. Change, not change my answer, but I'm going to say 2013 and 2014. I need to do two years. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was two years. Because when I had graduated college, just to piggyback off of Kendall, when I had graduated college, I knew what I wanted to do. I had my two internships under the belt, and I mm-hmm. knew what I wanted to do, and none of my connections stuck. Like, I, I graduated college on the highest. When did you graduate? I graduated 2012. Okay. But 2013 is when the rubber met the road. Um so I had I was on the highest of horses, and when nothing was working out, and I've shared this on the pod, I publicly talk about this. I gained thirty pounds. I was depressed. I had my routine programming. I watched the Wendy, The View, uh, Wendy City Live, and the Talk, and then I would get up and try to be productive. I had my mother can tell you stacks of Manila envelopes with my packages because mm-hmm. back then, well, it wasn't that far ago, but I, I didn't have my reel on a. Um, my reel was on a DVD. Yeah. So I didn't know how to upload and put a file. So I sent it old school. Like, what they still accept those. You send your resume, it's a manila envelope, your, your mm-hmm. resume, a padded manila envelope, a resume, you know, with the bubble wrap. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And your uh, reel. And so I was sending it out to all of this stuff. And people, I remember the closest I got to a job was a reporter for WGNO which is the ABC affiliate of New Orleans. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I got some fam down there. It's going to be cool. I could do it. Mm-hmm. And it fell through. Like the producer, I was talking, that year uh, Beyonce was performing. Like, he was like, I worked 96 hours covering Mardi Gras, Super Bowl. Da-da. And it, it, it just was a lot. So I want to say after college when I gained 30 pounds and battled a huge depression and my first year of L.A. Because mm-hmm. that I feel like they people do not set you up no. For, and like I said, I felt my ego was bruised because I did two internships and none of my yeah. connections came the through. Degree right. ain't shit. And the degree ain't a <laughs> motherfucking <laughs> thing. And nothing but debt. It ain't nothing but debt. And Sally may calling you. But all, I'm glad that I I did learn things that I I noticed that other people who do not have degrees in broadcast do not know. Yeah. So I have that. Which like I all guess, caps and to the left or the well, right. Well, yeah, broadcast copy, VO sot, like little terms I can get around the newsroom using my jargon and short. You are a consummate professional, and I would attest to that to your to your training. But it doesn't on the resume. They don't care. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't, and I believe that if I would have done enough Googling, schmoogling, I might have been able to acquire the same. It's just that I wouldn't have had the experience of the newsroom, of the morning talk show. So, um, and that was a big thing for me because I thought, I, I come from a family of respectability. I'm just going to be honest. My mom's side yeah. is all God-fearing, degree-holding, <laughs> divine nine, like, respectability. Doctors, agents, like, my mom, the Jocel family, those are some bougie Phaedra Parks Southerners, okay? And so coming from that and having the weight of that expectations and every time, you know how it is, every time you come around, fam, like Thanksgiving, so what's going so on? Right. Everybody want to know what you're doing. What you're doing after graduation? Like, so coming from that pressure and then being, my family's very artsy. One of my sisters is in fashion. The other's in musical theater. I'm the the TV girl. And so it's like we're all, it's it's a rat race because it's not the same as corporate America. I no. didn't start at, at Time Warner being customer service and now I'm up this top right, tier. Right. Well, things have definitely changed. So um, I, I can relate to you, Kendall. So right. Jace, what was yours um, before we get out of here? Kind of right before you brought the show up. Um, but it's kind of funny that you guys both said something about like moving somewhere because mine was when I moved to New York. So I graduated college uh, 2010. I moved to LA. 
my resume was stacked. I loved college. I had a great time. Um, but that's when I realized my resume or my, my resume and actually my degree wasn't shit. And so, um, I mean, I had all the internships. It's all about who you know, not what you know. Mm, I mean, but 2010, people were killing themselves because of their debt. That was like bad recession. People still are committing suicide. But it was like a thing. Like, it was when like the first recession was like going on and like, we're in a lot better state. We are I can relate to feeling hopeless. Yeah. I don't know about getting that low, but I don't, I don't I'm not yeah. shaming those people. I can the relate people, to people feeling. losing their houses. Um, yeah. Um, so there were a lot of guys. Like I remember a lot of the stories with like the husband, he's, he killed the whole family. Yeah. Like that was really popular yeah. around that time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't get my job at MTV or wherever I wanted to work at. So I ended up a year after moving to Los Angeles from Orange County um, right the five freeway, I moved to New York. And I was like, all right, well, I can move to New York. I have years of experience serving. And I remember going to restaurants and them telling me that I did not have the right serving experience. You're not a New York server. I didn't come from Montana. Like, <laughs> yeah. I came from Los Like, Kansas. you're not used to the fast pace. Yeah. And I was just, and like, my serving was always kind of my fallback. And so for me, my fallback to not even be, you know, able to do that, I was just like, well, damn, like, I ain't shit. You know what's so funny, <laughs> Jace, to speak to your experience on Twitter, last night I just saw this conversation going on with some New Yorkers, and they were women of color, and they were saying that, uh, using examples about how people are like, oh, you're bilingual, You, it must be easy for you to get a job, and they were saying, no, it's not. The bilingual jobs are going to a lot of white men, because no one can, like, they're, they're like, we're black, or, and... I've year, lived 17 years in Latin America, and mm-hmm. I'm bilingual, but because I don't have specific coursework, mm. I can't get job. Like, to me, that blew my mind, because I thought if you get called in for the, You put your bilingual. I see a lot of TV postings for this. If I were bilingual, I might be on air right now. Like, there are a lot <laughs> yeah, of postings right. for this. So when I see these things, I'm like, oh, I'm not bilingual, but if I were, I'd be able to get that job. But these girls are like, like, literally, it was a Course whole work? threat. Yes. They were saying that these jobs are going to white to men. Too? White <laughs> men in, spe- in particular, and they called them gringos, <laughs> in particular, who have the necessary background. And it's like, and they were being sarcastic, like, oh, because I lived, you know, 17 right. years in, in Spain. And, you know, or whatever, <laughs> in Mexico, that means nothing. That makes me less bilingual. And they're like, these white men are teaching, being bilingual in all the wrong ways with all these, you know. I just, literally, that shook me to my core. That's a part of that systematic bullshit where we'll never get up there. That shook me to my core reading that. Because I would think if I knew a friend who (laughs) equally spoke, was fluent in Spanish and English, girl, you can get any job you want. Because that's what they tell us. (laughs) But in New York in particular, these girls are New Yorkers. And Mm. they were like, no, all of these jobs are going to white men. We can't, I can't. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you. So what did you learn? Um, I learned. I literally had to relearn how to live life. Like before that, I'm I'm a typical California boy. Like I wore Vans and flip flops, and that's all I owned. And you know, like I don't go shopping. I don't. I'm not really about visual aesthetics when it comes to clothing. I don't care. Um, but I literally had to buy snow boots. I had to learn how to live in the snow. I had to do all these things, learning how to shovel driveways or walkways, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I had to learn how to live life. And I that was everything that I, you know, like you said, like you do your work, you put your work in, and good things come to you. Um, I have my degree. I have this. I had to learn. I was like, oh, so I have to like work even harder to mm-hmm. get what I want in life. And, and it levels the life. playing field. Mm-hmm. And it humbled the fuck out of me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm grateful for that because a lot of the ways I kind of operate now today um, came from being at low points when I was in New York, freezing cold, and I couldn't afford to come home to Christmas. And I, I, all I knew was California. Mm-hmm. And so, and my family's from New York. And I was still just like, oh, this will be easy. That's another one. I was like, oh, I could go to New York. I spend Christmas and stuff in New York mm-hmm. all the time growing up. And I was like, I know New York. I know how to get around. And it was just like living there was a totally different experience where I had to literally unlearn all that I had been taught before about how to live life and then relearn and then live that out okay. in the snow. Adulting. So, yeah, <laughs> adulting 101. Uh, so that was my first taste. And the, my degree, I just in Jersey somewhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Uh, oh, no, no, that's framed. That's framed here. It's framed in Jersey <laughs> somewhere. But, yeah, that was that was my, my learning experience. No one's asking that, for it, so this yeah. is true. And even if you lied about it, they're not checking for it. Then, um, yeah. That's a whole other conversation. But, yeah, um, that's kind of funny you that will we – yeah. You will learn. Yeah. I remember yeah, yeah, one yeah. of my dinners, just really quickly, uh, one time I broke down in tears because all I could afford was a boiled egg, and I had – cheese and crackers for dinner when I first moved to LA. Not when I first, I mean, I was getting, I had $3,000, but that, when you calculate out your expenses, $3,000 oh, yeah. was like five. Oh, my first month in New so York was So it's like, how was can I pinch pe- I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh wait, like, I need I to live. Hey. I was not on vacation, because I was, no, I recognized, I okay, vacation. how much does this hotel, okay. Turned up. And Uber, I'm new to this Uber thing, what's going, okay. <laughs> Literally, I can remember like, Getting like like I cannot believe I'm having a boiled egg, one boiled egg, Ooh. like two Toll House crackers, mm-hmm. and a few cubes of cheese. This is dinner. I this mean, is adulting. I remember one of my first <laughs> first PR internships. I was, <laughs> mind you, I, I was getting unemployment, but I hadn't put any money into unemployment because I was working. I was in college prior mm-hmm. to that, so the, what I was getting was embarrassing. So twelve dollars. I remember two weeks. buying things like. <laughs> Fruit roll ups, like, like gum on my credit card. Like, I had no mm-hmm. free money, wow. no liquid cash. Yeah, that's so. Oh, I'm breaking Ooh. out of time. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's real. That's real. Yeah, no, I mean, I was, I was supposed to buy a BMW and instead I moved to New York. You and have first world problems. I was dealing note, with no, 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 no. I'm saying <laughs> that, but I'm saying like I had enough money because I was supposed to buy a BMW and I made the choice to move to New York. That was where my money I lived off and gotcha. that ran out. Quickly. So what were you planning on doing in New York? I didn't. I changed my ticket a week before I left. I was supposed to go on vacation. And you changed it from a, a, a round, round trip, trip to, to a one way. So that's what I'm saying. What were you planning on doing there since you were in the service industry? I was industry? planning to work as a server until I figured it out. Hmm. I didn't. I went to New York because LA was doing it for me. And New York has money. I had bought my degree. Oh, and Los Angeles too. Mm, no, New York has money me like i have never seen the way people operate like that i mean i see it out here that's because it's gated out here yeah but new <laughs> out york, there oh, they, new york they're new building on each old other. money la is fairly new compared to the rest of the u.s that but is new true. york is old fucking and I, I i see people drop it um so you yeah. moved out there to serve no, no 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 i moved out there to figure it out and i was my back my uh, sorry my i guess plan a was to just work as a server and so i did figure it out because gotcha. I had the experience. And then they told me no. And I was like, what do I do now? And then I was well, poor. <laughs> and then I was poor. Mm-hmm. All so, right, yeah. guys. Yeah. So wrapping it up, we're just going to do a, well, that was a cute episode. Um, so the shout out um, is going to go to our lovely um, music musician friend. And we're going to close out with this song. His name is uh, Kevin Young. 
um, the kiss and tell favorite. Um, so we're gonna have a look back. All right, guys. Bye. See you next week. Yeah. Yo, grab the kitty. I ain't talking about Donald Trump. Make a say, uh, best neck, I want that giraffe, you hear me? Let me freak, I ain't got a little dick in house. All eyes on you, yes, all eyes on you. Ain't got the clue, yeah, I'm feeling you too, I told her. You want the bread? Come and get a slice. Take a chance with the player, baby, roll a dice. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Already